All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Know Your Numbers podcast with your host, Chris McCormick. Uh, I thank you for tuning in today. Another solo episode coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Today, we're going to continue a little bit on uh, last week's conversation, which was wealth building principles of the Bible. Today, I want to dive deeper into the spiritual aspect of wealth building and making money and specifically attacking the question of whether or not making money is a spiritual endeavor and whether wealth building is a spiritual endeavor because it can be confusing you know it's um i think it's one of the biggest human desires is to build a lot of wealth and to cover your needs but also to live in that abundance you know uh, I've talked openly about the the concept that Naval Ravikant has and the idea that every human wants to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I think it's part of the, the human existence and part of our own suffering to not have all the answers, but also knowing that some of the answers are out there And if you dive deeper into these concepts, then it might give you a greater idea. And I think one of the biggest struggles of today's world is that we we don't really understand money. Like we we haven't fully grasped what this idea of money and wealth is. So today's episode will deal with the, the spiritual concept of money. And I think to start, it helps to differentiate between spiritual and physical or material and one of the biggest things that that we all suffer with is seeing somebody with a lot of material goods a lot of physical goods you know they have the mercedes they have the big house they have the the multiple houses they have all the the newest toys and and gadgets and gizmos and and we assume that they're wealthy and they're rich and they live this extravagant life and that's not always true i think that's one of the biggest struggles is is when we see someone like that we compare ourselves with them and we think we will never be able to live the life that they have and today i want to i want to venture away from from the idea of material possessions and really dive into wealth building and i think going forward this will be the direction of the show is to bring wealth building principles and and just try to discover more about building wealth making money helping others and doing it all for a cause greater than ourselves because if you're not doing it for a cause greater than yourself and you're so single focused and and worried about yourself and and meeting your needs you're going to fail quite honestly and that's what we talked about yesterday is that the person or last week the person that that goes after wealth and gains hastily will dwindle but the person who gathers little by little will increase. And the diligent hand creates wealth, where the slack hand loses it all. And that's biblical. And that, if you're you're curious about what I mean by that, go back and, and listen to last week's episode on seven wealth building principles from the Bible. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit more about the Bible today. But even if you're not religious quote unquote religious i i implore you to to 
light that that curiosity that you might have knowing that that spirituality isn't always about religion i think another point that we've we've misunderstood as as young adults you know i think i i tailor to the young adult community those in their 20s to 29s maybe young 30s maybe high teens like that's my my target market that's who's listening to the show and i think for our entire life our, our 20 plus years on this earth whatever it is we've had this idea that that in order to be spiritual or be in tune with god or like in order to to be a good person you have to follow a religion and while that is partially true i think and and in the fact that you should be diving into something like the bible to to gain an understanding of the creator of this universe and and your god i think it we need to to go more towards the idea of relationship with that that god with that spiritual being with that higher power and for me and and for everything I understand that that is the God of the Bible, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I think if we allow ourselves to be directed by that Holy Spirit, then we have great opportunities. We will follow the path that was laid out for us because that's what the Bible says is that there's a purpose out there for us. It is it is our duty to follow that and and part of that is serving others and that's what what wealth building deals with is serving others you know if in order to make money you have to serve someone you have to provide value to someone and this is a big issue in today's world i think a lot of people think entrepreneurship business ownership making money is a, a greedy selfish desire but it's quite the opposite. And that's one of the things that I want to dive into is that it requires you to serve your fellow man. And that's what I think the biggest part of being spiritual deals with is that you are serving your fellow man. You are providing value to another human. And in order to make money off of that, you need to to set it at a cost, at a price that is higher than the cost to make but you also need to provide them with value greater than the cost that they are giving up. And so when you're doing so, you have to be able to connect with your fellow man and use your skills to provide value to them, but do it in a way where, where they can do greater things with what you are providing them. And I think we'll we'll dive deeper into that later on in this discussion. But right now, again, I want to go back to the idea that that spirituality is the unseen, and and whereas physical and material needs are are clearly seen, and some of our physical needs include like eating and um, you know other eating drinking the the daily processes that we have to go through as human beings and spiritual is is things that you can't really totally see the the overall value you know the the author of this book business secrets of the bible talks about praying reading writing right it's it's something that that it's hard to 
when you're looking at it, you can't see the value that is that is coming. And and one of the things that that differentiates the physical from the spiritual is asking yourself, would a chimpanzee understand it? Would an animal understand it? And when you're eating food, when you're going to the bathroom, when you're when you're drinking water, those are animalistic actions, right? Though all animals eat, drink, and use the bathroom. Whereas spiritual is something that sets us apart from animals, right? And and God said that he created man to take dominion over all the fish in the sea, all the animals. We 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 have a leg up on them because we are we have this holy spirit within us. We have a a consciousness to us that allows us to act in different ways and do different things and think different things than just our animal counterparts. So when you're, when I'm talking about spiritual, it's, it's the things that you can't necessarily see the value provided. And that is what, what economics and, and building wealth is all about is increasing value for the general public, right? The, the stock market, you invest money into the stock market because you believe that that value is going to increase over time because there's this monetary system that says that more people are going to per- participate in this economy that that was created by God the marketplace because they have wants and needs that are currently unmet but they need to meet them and they're going to participate in the economy to do so. So I feel like we could, I mean, this discussion could go on for, for ages. There's so much to touch upon, but one of the key points, there's really two key points and I think it'll go a little bit further. I have some notes here, but the first one on determining whether and, and how building wealth and participating in the economy is a, a spiritual endeavor is because it, first off requires faith, right? And one of the things that the author talks about is the fact that if if I'm a store owner saying I just started a marketplace or a restaurant or or a hardware store or something and I go out and purchase supplies to then hopefully sell to other people who need the supplies, I'm acting in faith. I have no idea whether people are going to be purchasing from me. And so the first thing required by the economy and and participating in the economy is an act of faith and understanding that that right now we can't see the actual demand that is being met by us supplying something. And so it requires us to act in faith to to go out and buy those supplies and then bring them and sell them to your fellow man, providing them with the value that you believe you are meeting. And then once that is done, say you're in a marketplace, say you you own a grocery store, you are selling away things that meet your basic needs in the form of food and water for a piece of money that you then are, are requiring by faith to go and be accepted somewhere else so you can then meet your your needs right so if i have 
the basic necessities. I have some bread. I have some peanut butter. I have some jelly in my store. I sell it for money. I then am relying on this economic system to go and trade that money for groceries that will then meet the needs of my family. Right? So it, it all requires faith. It's this idea that that you are trading something for another thing that you you believe to be meeting your needs. And, and the fact that everyone is buying into this is a form of spirituality because when you think about money, it's, it's really just a piece of paper or a coin. Um, and it's so cool now reading this because I mean, we're in the age of, of cryptocurrency where it's not as much of a physical monetary device and now it's getting to the virtual so this plays an even bigger role because you are relying on faith that 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 cryptocurrency that you're buying will then be accepted somewhere else for in exchange for another piece of value and that's i think it's the beauty of it and that's why i think this discussion comes at such a pivotal moment in history because our economy is changing but at the same time the the concepts are still remaining the same. And I think for anything, if you bring it back down to the, the basics and it holds true, then you know it's going to work. So first things first, in order to participate in the economy, in the financial marketplace, you have to have faith. You have to know or be, you have to believe that the money that you are receiving for whatever it is that you're providing is then going to be accepted by someone else to in exchange for whatever you are desiring. The next concept that, that I think is, is really cool is that in order to participate and thrive in the marketplace, it requires creativity. And when you think about this, think about anything that you see in the economy. Any, I'm thinking, any business that you you know of, it started from a place of creativity, right? It, it did not exist prior to someone saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And then we see it through and build upon it. Think Amazon. Before 1990, that thing did not exist. But it, it was spurred in the back of someone's head and formulated into this big conglomerate that participated in the economy, drove the economy, quite frankly. And so, I mean, that's on the largest scale. Think of a, a restaurant that created, that was created out of somebody's imagination. And for me, I believe that, that your thoughts are brought to you by God. So God gave somebody an inkling to go after that, and they continued to adjust and pivot and provide value to their fellow man based off of that created creativity that was sparked within them. And the reason I say this is because God is a creative God. He's the God of all creation. Go back to Genesis. He started everything from scratch. He started and he said, let there be light. There was light. And, and so he created this universe. He is the creator of the universe. So everything that stems from him that, and that is, that is a part of him, which we are, we are created in his image. We have that creativity and that, that creation mindset within us. 
So in order to participate and thrive in the market, in order to build wealth, in order to to make money, you have to have creativity. You have to come from a creative mindset. And and the biggest determinant from achieving everything that you're you're possibly able to achieve comes from putting a limit on yourself and telling yourself, well, I'm not that creative. And that's just not true because you were created in his image. He made you like him and he created everything. You have, you are creative and your creativity doesn't have to be like your fellow man's creativity, right? The artist who is creating all these paintings and selling them to someone else, that creativity is, is seen relatively easy but but that same creativity can be used to create a business or a service or a different product that serves your fellow man in a different manner and one thing i i hear often is like yeah i'd love to own a business i just don't know what i do i just don't know i i, I don't have that ability and again stop like that's not true you have the ability and it, it, it does require some thought. You have to be creative with it, but think about there, there's two ways of going about it. You can think about what you're doing right now in your current position and how you can then begin to hustle on the side for that. Right. I know so many people that, that in their current position, they, they help with marketing or web development. And so it's easy as easy as taking that skill an ability and and offering it to someone else on the side for a different and an additional income to what you're currently doing and that i i encourage everyone to do that if if what you're currently doing fits who you are right but but right now i think there's a big question mark on everybody's mind on whether what you're doing is currently serving who you are and who you want to become and if that if the answer to that is no right if you're you're currently in a a job that is like nowhere near what you believe is your calling then go back to who you were when you were first born when you were a kid and think about some of the things that you enjoyed right so for me I enjoyed like in, in my high school years, I enjoyed talking and, and sharing thoughts and beliefs, right? Some of my favorite classes were like communications and, and journalism, where you would share stories, you would you would write about what's going on, you would present on, on a topic. And that that's what drove me. But also, I, I, I enjoyed like the math classes, the basic math class. And and I, I had this this wherewithal for numbers. And as I look back, I now understand that not everybody had that that skill within them. So now I'm thinking, okay, I can I can provide that skill in the form of accounting and bookkeeping. I can I can help them, but then I can also use my speaking abilities, which I, I love and enjoy to do, to bring this to the public to the marketplace in the form of a podcast in the form of of speaking engagements in the form of a video like 
going back to who I was in my formidable years has helped me really understand what it is I am called to do. And so now it's about creating the value, providing the value, believing that that this discussion is providing value to someone that can then be used for greater value in their life. And that's what the economy is, is providing, again, providing value to someone else that can then be used for them, by them, in a greater, more valuable way in the future. So to, to break it down even further, right? When I'm offering an accounting or bookkeeping service, the, the value isn't just a, a financial statement or adding and subtracting numbers. The value is, yes, they have a clear, a crystal clear picture on their business performance. And not only that, but they also have the time and the energy that they were dedicating to that process, be it in the form of, of actually investing time in creating their financial statements or just the worries that came up because a lot of people see... A, a lot of people know that it's important to focus and think and organize your finances, but they put it off because there's other things that come up. So so the value I'm providing is twofold and probably even threefold because then it creates more value in the form of they are now able to use that time elsewhere. But knowing that is, is something that, that I can then use to come to the marketplace and say, this is what you're getting. Like, it's not just the investment you're making in our firm. It is the overall value that you then have to go and do what it is that you do. And so this is, this is a, a huge concept of participating in the economy is this idea that, that if you're not able to do it or, or if someone can do it better, it makes logical sense for you to invest in that person. And I'm currently reading another book called Who Not How, and it's this idea that in order to to reach your full potential and grow to the level that you need to be at, that you want to be at, that that God is calling you to be at, you have to find other people to meet the needs of of your lifestyle, right? So for this podcast, eventually I will need to find somebody to to edit, produce and distribute the podcast because it's not worth my time when I can be going out and, and creating more value and generating more income by investing in that person to do it, right? So what takes me two hours will then take somebody else 30 minutes. It might cost some money, but it's an investment because I can then use those two hours to, to create and generate more revenue. And that's what you're doing in the marketplace, right? You're going somewhere else to, to, purchase or invest in something that is greater than the value of that that monetary value that you're giving up and so i mean i want to bring this back to spirituality and understanding that that making money is a spiritual activity and and wealth building and participating in the economy is a spiritual endeavor And I think, I mean, a big part of it is comes down to service 
and understanding that that in order to be successful in any endeavor you need to to serve the other's needs so again to to really sum up this discussion because i could go on for hours but but i i will not i will also add that economics was originally a religious study right adam smith who is one of the founding fathers of economics and the study of economics was originally a religious philosopher and economics began as a religious activity but then kind of dove off into this i don't know um social activity i i don't know economic for me i mean there's no question that economics is is a spiritual endeavor and i i believe in and um know that that this is transforming that idea in you as well i'm just making sure there's nothing else that i want to touch upon but to sum up the way that building wealth and making money is a spiritual endeavor stems from the, the fact that it requires faith you have to to be able to step out and believe that the value that you provide is going to be demanded and exchanged for the value that you are calling for. And it also requires creativity, right? You have to be able to create a product, a service, a value that meets the needs of your fellow man in order to thrive in this economy and build wealth. And then lastly, it, it, above all else it requires you to be of service and again the idea that that being an entrepreneur or making money is a selfish desire needs to go away and it, it's being talked about more and more as as our generation starts to come up and and sees all these these wealthy folks and says it's so wrong that they have all this money and there's people suffering yes it's it's bad that that there's suffering out there and there's people that can't meet their basic needs right now because of of the situations they were born into but the fact that that somebody like jeff bezos elon musk warren buffett can go out and create all this wealth is beneficial to the others because by building this wealth they then then can use that wealth to serve their fellow man create more wealth within the marketplace but also be charitable with it and and whether you realize it or not these people are giving away more money than you could ever think of in the form of charitable donations look no further than bill gates and his foundation and there's people a lot more generous than that in the terms of percentage of their income that are doing the same and that's another concept of this book that I won't get into right now, but we talked about it last week and the fact that in order to build wealth, in order to to, to gain more, you have to give more. And I think that that's, again, a, a concept of serving your fellow man. You have to be able to give something to get something. You can't get without giving. You have to give a service. You have to give a product. You have to give value before you can receive. And as the Bible says, he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. By being generous with your time, your talents, and your treasures, you will increase all of those. 
It's biblical. So again, I, I do believe this will this will at least strike a chord with some of you and, and maybe you will take some time to, to think about it a little more to understand that, that making money is a spiritual endeavor because it, it goes far deeper than the physical material world. Yes, there's there's a dollar bill that is a physical item that I can then trade for another physical item, but but it's the value that that dollar bill holds, right? The, the, the dollar and the $10 are really the same thing aside from the number on it and what one can get you. And the fact that we have put this value on that shows that it is a, a spiritual endeavor. And I'll close with this and, and I'll close with two things. One is that there is no limit to the amount of wealth that can be built, right? The economy is is forever growing. But the second fact is, and I'm I'm running up on the, the time, is that according to the richest man of in Babylon, which is a great book, and everybody should look into it. It says the first thing he says is our prosperity as a nation depends upon the personal financial prosperity of each of us as individuals. It is it is our requirement to financially steward our wealth appropriately and i think right now if we don't make a change then our prosperity as a nation will falter and look no further than the debt ceiling that is already blowing up but we can make a change we can be that change and i intend to do so if you have any questions if you'd like to talk further about building wealth i am happy to help you i love you guys i appreciate you listening and i look forward to spending more time with you next week god bless 